Oh yeah, I'm starting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just sitting here, like looking at the screen. Hillary just like smacks me on the knee. It's like, yeah, it's... you're on air. <laughs> All right. Hello, and welcome to episode 124 of Rhythm Encounter, the RPG Fan Music Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Sambato, and today we are going to be farming. Or at least we're talking about farming music. So I'm going to do my best to not make any horrible jokes about shovels or hoes or any other farming tools. Why are you rolling your eyes at me? Too late. Oh, okay. (laughs) Someone's rolling their eyes at me, so it's too late. Well, see, now it's out of the way. Now it's out of the way. All right. Anyway, so we have uh, three of us are here today to talk about many, many farming games and their music. So uh, with me is Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, the other person being subjected to our nonsense over here is Tin. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for being here with us. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> I don't know that the three of us are the biggest farming game fans on the site, but I think we probably are mm-hmm. we're close well, there's another one well although i'm not sure if tom plays a lot of farming games or just stardew that's oh, true yeah. i know tom is big on stardew but tom when we started playing this tom was not didn't was on break from the site is start a recent thing for him maybe but either way yes that's true tom is a big fan of stardew ah well i would give to rediscover stardew that's a great feeling Right? That's why I keep making new farms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was actually playing, uh, not really in preparation for this, but more just because I haven't played in a while. So I like just loaded up my two of my farms the other day and played a day. And I played a day on like my main farm where like uh, it's just work all day because that's just the life I've created for myself in that game. <laughs> it's like the only I became rich, but that means I'm I go from like tending two different farms and animals and all these things from like. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it's actually sort of exhausting. No work-life balance. I, I know. <laughs> I, my, that farmer doesn't have a work-life balance anymore. She just runs around. I need to do something. I don't even have crops on my main farm anymore. I only do animals. Oh, wow. Um, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I got to find some balance in that one. So to give myself a break, I went to my my newest farm because I started a farm on the um, what's it called like Four Corners, one of the one of the slightly newer layouts, mm-hmm. um, and it's fun. Um, and you know, just to draw a real distinction between the two, like I have one where she's like a millionaire and works all day long, and my other farm <laughs> literally wears a trash can lid for a hat because I found <laughs> I found it in the trash. And I'm like. <laughs> That's about as as casual as I can get. I'm actually a little jealous. I don't. I never found. I have not found that hat on my main farm yet. It's only on this one. I never had that hat as well. Is it like a recent update or something? I think. Yeah, I think it's in like maybe the 1.5 mm-hmm. or one of more recent patches. Which even though I say recent, but like even that patch is like two years old now. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I think so. And uh, last I checked, I think you only get it from digging in the trash. So it's just a random drop from trash cans. Like, like I like the idea of that though. Like 
that somehow, sometime at some point, your farmer just digs through and is like, well, I didn't find anything. <laughs> I'm so taking I'm just, this lid. I'm just going to take the lid and wear it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good look. I, I, need to do, I need something from this trash can. <laughs> right, right. I didn't find a cookie, so this is what I'm doing. It's a rare find. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, when you're early on in that game, like it, sometimes you can actually make some okay money digging in the trash. Like when you find a, a fish that sells for a decent amount. I often get caught digging the trash though. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. you gotta be sneaky. <laughs> yeah. Or at least let someone that you don't care about see you. Like when, if Alex catches me digging in the trash, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I don't like you anyway. So <laughs> it doesn't bother me if he thinks less of me. <laughs> well, this is just the Stardew episode now. <laughs> I mean, but now is, now is the time to discuss Stardew. I guess. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, speaking of of Tom, he did recently uh, suggest we do a retro encounter on Stardew one day. So I was like, obviously, I have some pent up, like, I want to talk about (laughs) this game some more. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, yeah, actually, the upcoming update, too. Mm -hmm. Do you know something I don't? Because I know he posted something a few days ago, but I don't know if there's been anything else. Like, he posted there's a new chest. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Uh, but that's the last thing I saw. <laughs> I'm I'm very curious, and I don't want to like set myself up for disappointment. But him talking about like being in like a, his self-imposed crunch mode, I was like, "Are you trying to get this out before the holidays? Because if so, yeah, don't well, work too hard." A su- uh, surprise. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm very excited though. Those updates are really something. So I'm sure it'll be likely to exceed expectations and have more to it than. Oh, it always does. He's like, when he first started talking, it's like, yeah, I'm doing this 1.6 update. It's going to be very small, like not like the last one. And then like every time it's like, well, also it's going to have all these things and a new festival and this and that. I'm like. Then you'll see some camels and bears. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, more than one bear? I think I missed that update. I only know about Trash Bear. Yeah. I was going to ask, what is Trash Bear? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Where did he go? Or she, I guess. Um, anyway, yeah, I guess we could talk about some music, too. So um, this does show that we all have feelings about farming games, though. Um, only one of our picks today is Stardew, though. I'm, I'm actually really happy with the lineup today. We got a, <laughs> we got a really cool, uh, diverse lineup of farming and sim games. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, well, we, I guess I should say I did it. But um, I, so I broke everything up today into blocks vaguely of seasons um although the last one is not really a season but we're we're just going to go with it okay so (laughs) i thought that uh for those of us in some parts of the world it is in the middle of or it's about to be winter so i figured just to mess with expectations instead of starting with spring like all these games do uh, we're going to start with winter today so we have two winter songs and Tin, actually you're starting us off with your first winter song. So what do we have first? Uh, mine is Quiet Winter by Dai Nakajima. I'm not sure if I pronounced it right, uh, that right. And it's from Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life, the original. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and then after that, I have Winter Nocturne of Ice from Stardew Valley Piano Collections. So let's go check out A Wonderful Life and Stardew Valley, and we will be back in a few minutes. Mm 
I picked uh, this song from the well. I also played the original Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life, and um, uh, recently, just this year as well, uh, the remake came out, and um, uh, I played it as well. And the original, comparing it to the original and comparing it to the remake one, that it's pretty much the same. But I guess I just like the tune of the original more, so that's the one I brought here in the in the in in the podcast. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I like this song a lot because it's also you know uh, music usually for winter is pretty calming, and it it, it sounds also. I don't know how they make those tunes when you just know that. It, the song sounds cold <laughs> but yeah uh-huh <laughs> I know, yeah it, it's weird to explain but yes i i totally get what you're saying yeah <laughs> well i know we kind of talked about this on the previous on the previous episode kind of with different elements like i think it's true of sort of like seasons as well that certain musical timbers or certain kind of sounds or certain instruments mm-hmm. or certain right yeah instruments represent kind of some of those mm-hmm. feelings and this one kind of had a harp part, I think so, which does kind of make me think of winter. Yeah, I, I definitely could hear some strings on this one. And yeah, uh, at first, it doesn't also sound too like lively, but then it's also a bit mellow in a way, but um, it is just really calm. And whenever I played uh, during winter season, and usually in most farming games, winter season is like the season where there's like least work to do because there's no crops. <laughs> um, there's like only focusing more on um, developing relationships in the game or just taking care of your animals. Or basically, there's a lot more free time. So it that also matches the same way as this song feels and this song um reminds me of those uh times when i'd play this game and it would just yeah it would just make me feel so relaxed which is usually the case in most cozy games yeah i'm i'm glad you used that word cozy because that's definitely (laughs) what i what i use to describe this song um I like, like, it doesn't have that kind of, quite as much of the, like, cold winter mm-hmm. sound. Like, I notice that the the way they constructed that sort of harp part is that it plays on kind of some of the offbeats with the melody, which is not something you hear quite so much if someone's trying to sound, like, airy or mysterious mm-hmm. in a song. Um, so it kind of reminded me of, like, the cheerier parts of winter, like a fire or enjoying a warm drink and oh right it also reminded me yeah of like that fact that winter is the season in these games where there's less work to do mm-hmm. um but also like those be- that beginning musical phrase of this one almost sounded like a holiday carol to me like there's a little bit of a i don't know festiveness to it oh i could hear that yeah i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't pick up on that but i, I can see what you mean mm-hmm. i think the full effect is it's still a little bit cool but also cozy yeah this is this is bad. I know I'm just going to reinforce my 
problem with work-life balance, but we're talking <laughs> about like how there's less to do on the farm. And I'm like, you know, in Stardew, there's those winter seeds you can make. And I definitely, yeah. like, as you're saying this. What I'm, are you doing with your greenhouse? I, yes. Yeah. As you're saying this, I'm thinking of the greenhouse and I'm like, just, I'm not even like consciously thinking about it. I just get in getting the visual <laughs> in my head of just filling, filling all of my crop area in winter with all those winter mixed seeds and how many things you need to craft each little pack of 10 seeds i'm like oh yeah i did that <laughs> and they like maybe, they make you they make you no money but i'm just like i just want to have them there maybe i was too focused on thinking that uh i'm still trying to make money in year one and i still don't have a greenhouse or, or that much <laughs> yeah or i haven't unlocked it yet <laughs> that's true that's true unless you get uh, way too into it like some of us um, you probably aren't going to have that greenhouse in year one to rely yeah. on and that's okay everyone should play the way they want to Yeah. anyway um, so uh, this one and this is um, I think I've mentioned at some point maybe on this show or somewhere else that I, I really got into Harvest Moon on the Super Nintendo and I played Harvest Moon 64 and then never again for some reason like it, when i was really young i liked them and then i just went through this phase where i didn't touch any of them until stardew and now i like all these kind of games again so oh, wow. i'm really yeah like i'm really a huge gap <laughs> i know like i don't know really what went on in the harvest moon games in the meantime um i didn't play any rune factory but i'm sure i would like them um so yeah this one uh this was all new to me but i i enjoy it a lot it's you know, kind of like you guys both said, it's, it's peaceful and it's chill, but uh, in a very different way from the Stardew song that came after. Um, like, it, it's comforting, and I even wrote down that it might make me want a hot chocolate. So, it sounds yeah. like Hil Hillary and I had similar notes, but um, uh, I just, I appreciate that it has, like, it has a little bit of complexity, but not, like, too much, uh, mm -hmm. which is barely, barely something worth vocalizing, I guess. But, you know... I think that's important for a song like this when you're trying to be cozy and relaxing, like to keep it sort of simple. But there's a, there's enough going on that it's still interesting and it's not just you know overly basic or anything. Right, and I think that's one of the big tricks with like a wintry theme is that a lot of those sorts of tracks are very still, very sparse. But if you go too far with that, they just repeat or they're not engaging enough you know they're not stimulating enough yeah like they can they can lose that that <laughs> sense mm -hmm. that you're going for that sparseness or coziness or whatever it is so no but i mean i i really enjoyed it it's very very peaceful um and hearing you talk about it and hearing this song is you know i, I know i need to get back into them somewhere um, but now there's so many harvest moon or story of seasons it's hard to know where to jump in so if you have a recommendation, uh, whether that's you, Tin, or anyone listening, like I'd be happy to hear it. Uh, you don't have to do it right now. I'm not trying to put yeah. you on the spot. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, my, my point is I, I do enjoy how calm this song is and how it mostly keeps things simple. Um, much, much unlike what? Huh? Heart pounding excitement. Okay. Sorry. We're looking at the track list here. Polishing the tombstone. There's some weird track names on this on this album. Uh, that was great, right? That's a track name. Um, let's have tea or something. Yeah, let's have tea or something. Um, I mostly brought up the track listing because I really wanted to draw the contrast between the very simple and calming 
uh, sound of this song. And I'm going to link, well, in, in the post for this, we're going to link the albums and everything, but please look at the album art for this game. <laughs> uh, the, the soundtrack is called The Farm Story, Wonderful Life. And it's like, it's this little <laughs> house on a farm and a tree and the brightest, most intense, sparkling lens flare you've ever seen. Yeah. Like, like J.J. Abrams would be jealous looking at this. Why is it in front of the tree also? I, I guess it's supposed to be the sun shining through the leaves. Yeah, but is but it like reflecting? Is it reflecting? Because it's not shining through the leaves. It's, it's in front of it. It's all I can <laughs> see on the cover. I'm like, oh, there's a farmhouse back there, but mostly there's this sun trying to blind me. <laughs> it is the sun, like descending on this farm or something. I yeah, don't know. yeah. I love it. It's really <laughs> like it's it's like someone just was learning how to use Photoshop and just tried on the lens flare filter. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like multiple. It's so sparkly. There's like, yeah. oh, there's a star, there's a star brush, and then there's this lens flare, and <laughs> another kind of lens flare. Uh, I did something actually when when I was learning Photoshop, and uh, I don't want to say the year. Oh, I think I know. I think I know what this is. No, it's not the egret with the oh, with the lens flare. Dang it. I love its, the egret with eye. the lens flare. Um, no, but like even back then, like when I was just starting out. I'd still, I'm like, yeah, like this can go wrong. These lens flares, like, because it's they didn't have a lot of options in Photoshop. Like the lens flare was mm. just what you had. Um, <laughs> but I, I did one where I was like, let me just see, like, maybe the answer is not to like try to use one dramatic lens flare. And I put together this cheesy little collage, which is like, it's not worth see- looking at now. But it was like <laughs> just twelve lens flares layered with different blend modes, and it was the yeah. result was actually kind of interesting because it was not <laughs> just like. A straight up lens flare on on a bird's eye or anything like. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put this. E- I'm gonna have to put the egret in the in the post for this, aren't I? <laughs> That's up to you. All right. Well, I'm just saying. If I decide to do it, please check out the news post for this, and uh, <laughs> you might see an egret and one of my very first Photoshop creations. <laughs> um. Anyway, h- how do we transition an egret to Stardew? Stardew has a lot of birds, but it doesn't have an egret. It doesn't have an egret. And it's ostriches. That's true. It's ostriches now. <sighs> or it will. Yeah. No, it does. Oh, it, oh, it, oh yeah, it already does, huh? Yeah. I have I'm one behind. My, I have one on my farm. Anyway. We need to get them for a co-op farm. I don't I don't have a good transition. Anyway, <laughs> so, so here's some Stardew stuff. Um, so, yeah, I talked about it a little bit in the intro, but like my idea here was, at least in my song picks, was that I wanted to represent different seasons like really for all of us but me personally like i made sure that my three songs for the episode were all different and then i didn't just go like triple winter songs or anything but um i think all of us did that actually yeah i know it's just kind of instinctively Mm -hmm. but um you know winter music in in farm games or well in general but you know you're gonna see it more in farm games and sim games but you know a lot of times the winter music contrasts pretty strongly with a lot of the other ones because of like we talked about, like usually they're more sparse or, you know, simple or calm or something like that. And, um, I, I love this piano collections album for Stardew and we've never featured it on the show, uh, which surprised me because I always think that I, I've brought Stardew on this show a lot and I really haven't, uh, and never this album, but, uh, it's so, so nice. Um, you know, Stardew's winter music in general is basically pretty, uh, 
delicate and peaceful, but I think of the, th it's three, right? Like of the three main ones, like this one is the most, like this one, it, it's the most delicate. And I think it lends itself the best to the piano rendition. Like it's just, it's the perfect instrument, I think for this song. Mm -hmm. It's just, like I said, it's, it's chill and it's sparse, but it's also, it's, it's comforting. At least I, I wrote that out that it's comforting and cozy, although I think yours is a little more cozy, but whatever. Yeah. They go they go well <laughs> together. It doesn't have to be the coziest to still be cozy. Yeah. Um, while listening to this as well, uh, I did notice like there are like two melodies playing and it, they, they just sound good together. Like I can imagine two people playing the piano. <laughs> and... Um, I could also remember those times when um, I'd be playing Stardew and oh, which reminds me like if I'm actually not um, busy with my animals, it's also during winter time when I'd be working hard in the mines. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I also adore uh, piano tunes in general, like piano arrangements and various um, VGMs and this is really nice. It's also my first time listening to this, and I'm I'm glad you brought it in the show because I was also like um, hesitating if like should I bring more Stardew? It's like we brought so much Stardew recently, already. <laughs> so <laughs> there's never enough. So yeah, this is a good um, recommendation. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I know we had it recently, but it just seems kind of silly to do this episode not have we at least had to have one so i'm glad well i'm glad you liked it i don't know if hillary liked it she might be about to say like oh that was terrible <laughs> stardew no i'm just kidding <laughs> i love the stardew. i love the stardew soundtrack and i am also very much excited about this these piano arrangements um i mean this is an example of really artful arranging a very like fragile and delicate sounding song I think and managing to kind of maintain that same feel but making it a little bit more dynamic at the same time like I love the double notes at the beginning I think there might be like a faint echo of them in the original but they're really highlighted here yeah and that really sounds like mm -hmm. ice cracking or like little you know little icicles falling maybe something mm -hmm. um and I think the word that I used like throughout my notes I think was still as opposed to cozy. And that, that can be kind of like comfortable and cozy too. No, still is a good Stillness. Word. Yeah. Um, and I think there were some some parts where the tempo might have even been a little bit slower than the original, which kind of contributed to that feeling. But then they also made it a little bit more dynamic at the end with like the piano getting a little bit louder without like going over the top or making it stop sounding wintry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like at, at around two minutes and 30 seconds I think the piano does some embellishment and gets loud and it, it just kind of seems like maybe a grand winter landscape in, instead of just, you know maybe just your farm maybe it's like the valley as a whole or something I don't know okay yeah. but it all fits together really nicely and I think it's a, an example of like really well done arrangement arrangement well that was a that was a very enjoyable winter season mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. are we ready to get back to spring and you know Start making some money. I mean, enjoying enjoying <laughs> nature again. We get to one of your songs, Hillary. Ah, uh, yes. Actually, we get to two of your songs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's just how that how it how it worked out. Right. You I, you approved this order. Right. 
I'm I'm very I'm in charge of spring. You're in charge of spring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I I love spring songs in in farming games a lot, especially like the the ones that are kind of meant to sound like early spring. So they're kind of cheerful, but still a little bit quiet. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, my first pick, which is not really an example of that, but still a very fun song, is the Springtown theme from Harvest Moon Save the Homeland. And then my second pick, which is also very springy, is uh, Bird's Eye Bray Day from Harvestella. Yay, Harvestella. So Springtowns. Springtowns. All right. Let's go listen to Springtown from Harvest Moon Save the Homeland and Bird's Eye Bray Daytime from Harvestella.
All right, let's start saving the homeland. Um, so I think I mentioned this a while back when we were talking like farm games in general. Save the Homeland was my first Harvest Moon game, which uh, Harvest Moon fans will tell you is an interesting choice. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. there are a lot of <laughs> various thoughts about Save the Homeland. Some people love it. Some people don't love it. Um, what, what was like, what's divisive or whatever about it as your first game? Not just, well, probably one that it's like not exactly a standard Harvest Moon game. It's kind of one of those entries where they change the formula. Um, Mm -hmm. And some people liked that and some people didn't. Um, But I thought it was very cute. I think I talked about the saga of Clazark the Chicken. (laughs) Um, But I enjoyed it a lot. It's very cozy. It's a very pretty game. Um, And I, I remember enjoying the soundtrack even back then. So when we started talking about farming game music, it was something I went back to pretty quickly. Um, and this track is one of the ones that really stuck in my mind because it's one you hear a lot. It's kind of one of the main town themes that you hear early on because it's spring. Um, and Manual of Errors is credited. And Manual of Errors is basically a collection of composers that has had several current and former members. Um, and this is this is one of those soundtracks where people were not individually credited, and there isn't really an official soundtrack release to be able to point to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted it represented anyway. Uh, so the song itself it just bounces between so many fun little parts. It's a little bit bouncy. It's a little bit like a dance in some sections. It has some slower sections. And I think that it just very much embodies kind of like bouncing along, going through a town on a nice day in the spring. And I think in my notes, uh, I said because of this variation and kind of the relatively complex counterpoint, it kind of makes me think of like the Jane Austen countryside (laughs) where you could get a little dirty, you know, helping do chores on your estate. But, But then, oh no, suddenly Mr. Bingley's calling on you personally with an invitation to a ball. Uh, <laughs> as as he does, yeah. It just it's to me it's that I don't know. It's got it's kind of a fun blend of like classy and farmy that I really like, which also makes it good for you know town because that's supposed to be like your your city center and I guess your social social center, which is particularly important both in Jane Austen but both in this exact Harvest Moon game because you were trying to save the town. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I tied it all together. <laughs> You did. I don't want to go after that. <laughs> go my, note, my notes literally contain the word boppy, and you're here talking about Jane Austen and classic <laughs> literature. But all right. You set the bar high sometimes. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, m- most of the, yeah, I, my main takeaway here is just like, I really like how, how bouncy and like warm the song is. It's a nice. Warm is a good word. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I'll, sometimes you associate that with, more with like summer themes in these games because, well, you know, summer. But I do, I do appreciate a nice, like, warm, happy springtime song. And that is what this is. I don't have any Jane Austen references for you. <laughs> just, just that I, I enjoyed the song and uh, yeah. See, it's it's also on my list of uh, 
many Harvest Moon games that I missed and I'm curious to check out. I, I will play this one with you and then we could stress together about whether we're going <laughs> to save the homeland. Oh no. <laughs> so it's a high stress one. I mean, it, de it depends. It depends on how, what kind of route you're going for and how invested you are, I guess. Well, I don't, I don't really get heavily invested in these games, so... You know, I'm sure I... Okay. Really? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that didn't last. Did you play this one, Tin? Yeah, actually, I played this one as well. And I do understand when Hillary said, um, um, if you try this out, then how stressed you would get. Because uh, I'm not... I can vaguely remember that I didn't manage to save the homeland. Oh no. <laughs> so, yeah, I had to start a new game as well. But instead of starting a new game, I started playing something else. So that's fair. <laughs> You're like, well, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I made, I made my peace with this. <laughs> Well, listening to this song, it really sounds very nostalgic. Like, this game is... I don't even remember how old I was when I played this, but... Yeah, I'm, uh, usually my older brother would also play Harvest Moon games, but this one, like, when he saw me play, he was like, yeah, this is not my... This is not the Harvest Moon I like. So, <laughs> there you go. So that's a demonstration yeah. of what I was talking about. Some people, you, you know, with this one... And that's fair. Yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> uh, compared to like the other Harvest Moon, I think this kind of it's also a bit similar to Wonderful Life, where it just doesn't really focus on farming in general. Yep. Yeah, it, it, it's like just you just really have to go through uh, the story and uh, do other things outside farming. <laughs> so yeah. But uh, speaking of the tunes of the music, uh, similar to um, the Stardew music earlier, I, I also like the piano hits on this, <laughs> on yeah. this music. Mm -hmm. it, and compared to other farming games, when usually the, like the spring music is like really cheerful. And I mean, this is also cheerful, but this one has, has that mix of mellow as well like i also see the um ballroom thing that hillary was mentioning like <laughs> yeah. i can imagine uh seeing or, or either hearing this and seeing someone dance to it than in a ballroom movie <laughs> yeah or someone like strolling down a lane in a fancy dress or like something like yeah that. exactly like dancing waltz or something <laughs> yeah so yeah there's this um, like similar as well to my winter music earlier, like this is somewhat a different kind of spring music. It's also kind of unique on its own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good choice then. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I think it's still pretty representative, but also a little bit unique. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Before you talk about your Harvestella song, I'm just going to say what I always say, just to get it out of the way. Mm -hmm. Because every time Harvestella appears on this <laughs> podcast, I think I say the same thing. But I always check. Every time I check, I'm like, is this soundtrack available yet outside of Japan <laughs> in digital form? And it is not. 
If you're Aww. in Japan or can navigate a Japanese website, you can buy digital versions on a bunch of different sites and even on iTunes. Um, and that's it. There's no CD <laughs> version that I know of, and I don't know of any option, any way to buy a digital version if you just speak English. And that is very strange and sad to me. It is. It's very and sad. I, and I don't want to, like, I'm not going to make this, this a downer, but it just like, the, I feel like a lot of people that played this game, like, really enjoyed it well, they specifically though, mentioned the soundtrack they mentioned the soundtrack it was goshina who yeah. like people adore his other work mm -hmm. and you know it it's a very notable composer a very notable publisher and it came out you know in that weird phase where square was pushing out a, a big or small game like every like six or seven days so <laughs> i feel like a lot of people may have passed over Harpestella, and I think that's kind of a shame. I think this is generally accepted as one of the really good games to come out of that period. Or one yeah. Of the, one of the best ones. Yeah. So again, like, I don't want to, it's, mm. it's less of me, like, complaining and more just, like, mm. saying, like, hey, like, Square, like, can you make this happen? Like, what, what a weird way of releasing a soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Like, that's... Nintendo is supposed to be the one who's bad, who's bad, <laughs> who's bad about releasing soundtracks. But like, I don't know of another recent notable Square game where it got like only digital or like a weird it has limited, a strange limited access. Right? Like, they love releasing like albums for anything they can, so it's very odd. Well, hopefully it's in the pipeline. I hope so. Now I wonder what's the cost. Like, I also don't see any other reason why wouldn't they. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like I know there's weird situations like like Xenoblade where like mm -hmm. Xenoblade uh the definitive edition and 3 mm -hmm. didn't get a soundtrack for a long time and then Mitsuda's label released the soundtrack right. not not Nintendo. And I'm like right. So like I mean, a one, good licensing issue. Yeah, good for you guys for having the rights to that to release it. But uh yeah, yeah that's uh business-wise. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. got to be a good move. I don't know. It must mm -hmm. be some kind of weird licensing thing. I just, I wish it was available for more people. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's that's the theme of these songs that I picked. Other than kind of spring, is I want people to be able to listen to them, but they're also not widely available. Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry, <clears throat> rant over. That went on longer than I intended. Talk You're fine. About, <laughs> talk about your wonderful song. So. Yes, this is another very springy song, Bird's Eye Bray, Daytime. Um, it's, it's it's the main town theme, and you hear it early on in the game, and I remember catching snippets of it like during the demo. Yeah. And I thought it was very charming. Um, I just remember it adding a lot to kind of exploring the environment. Like it just blended really well with the, with the scenery. Um, so I came back to it when I was searching for songs for this, um, I also, I'm kind of a, sometimes a sucker for like little musical tricks. And I just love like the octave jumps at the beginning that sound kind of like bird song. Oh, uh, yeah. Very, very cute. Mm -hmm. um, and then the melody and just kind of the way this song slowly builds. It, it almost reminds me of the beginning of Beauty and the Beast. Kind of like someone stepping out into the countryside at the beginning of your day. Hopefully you don't have a chorus of townspeople talking about how odd you are um <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm picturing this without that you know a little bit more chill a little bit more nature oriented yeah yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. but yeah that's the sort of vibe i was getting it's just kind of like sweeping pretty countryside i know this isn't video game music but you're making me want to do like a weird bonus episode where 
we have people come on and talk about well, like what their their theme would be if they were in a Disney movie. <laughs> what would people sing about about them? You know, like how the way people sing about Belle. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Anyway, now I'm I'm glad you brought this one. I, I enjoyed this a lot, and you know because it was released in this sp- a short span of like all these other games. Um, I have not played this outside of the demo, although the demo was pretty generous. So I can at least say I've played many hours of it already. Um, but I, I really enjoy Harvestella and uh, need to play more. But um, yeah, I almost wish that I had thought about this for our next episode so I could steal it. Because there's this, <laughs> there's room in the episode coming up after this for a town theme. Oh. And I haven't, I haven't oh. figured out what my town theme is for that episode. You can't have Bird's Eye Bray, sorry. I can't have Bird's Eye Bray. <laughs> it's a really great town theme, though. Which is also just a really good town name. It is, it is. Um, one of the three of us had to bring Harvestella on here, I think. I think it's has some really great music and had to be here in some form. Yeah, I mean, it's a really notable, like farm related game soundtrack yeah so i i just i really like just how chill and relaxing the song is and the the seamless transitions between like the more lively parts and the quieter parts Mm -hmm. and you know i I think for a a central town or a hub or whatever like whatever your main place is that you're going to be in a lot i think it's really important to have music that you know it can phase it sort of conveys like a nice sense of home but it still needs to be interesting, but also you don't want it to be too repetitive or, you know, you don't want to really short loop. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's that got to be a hard thing. You know, any, yeah. uh, like, you know, I think about it a lot with things like Final Fantasy fourteen, where you have like every expansion, there's a new, there's two new, like big cities and stuff. And it's like, you're going to hear that music all the time. So mm-hmm. it's like, it, it must be so difficult to come up with a theme that's not going to, you know, get on your nerves or just get old and uh i think this one really really captures that yeah i was sort of breaking down that transition because i noticed the same thing and i like i like the use of kind of like tremolo strings over with the piano melodies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it kind of like cuts some of the instruments out and has that kind of like okay here's a slightly quieter part we're preparing to transition and then the strings come in with the melody the slightly more intense melody after that so you get a slightly more intense part i think that just adds a lot of like natural kind of natural variation so it's not like extreme but it keeps momentum yeah Mm um i actually haven't uh played harvestella more even uh seen anyone play it yet because I don't also want to spoil myself and I, I I wanted to experience it on my own but um oh what you guys just said like I, I had zero clue that this is like a town music as well because I was wondering why is it called bird's eye break so <laughs> I didn't know there was a town name and it actually fits the name, like when Hillary mentioned earlier, like the first few tunes you would hear and the music, they do sound like birds. <laughs> so it, yep. it's really surprising. And the when I was also looking at the song choices before we went uh, recording here, um, I had no clue that Harvestella soundtrack is really good. So I went on uh, 
like one of the days I was working, I just listened to the entire soundtrack while oh, nice. I was Yeah, <laughs> it was a pleasant surprise, and it compared to other RP uh, farming RPG games like the uh, the Harvestella soundtrack, you can uh, differentiate it from all the other farming games and <laughs> like the way it, it just sounds like it it also sounds more like rpg to me <laughs> like the 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 uh strolling into different towns and like specifically jrpg music so yeah i i was really surprised and it, it's just so good and it's such uh a downer to hear that it's not widely available. I guess that's the reason why I, I also haven't heard this soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, probably. Did you, I'm just curious, uh, did you listen on YouTube or would you listen? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I got to look again because like for a while there, like, b- again, because like I would buy this if you could. So I'm a little worried I- that our like example and kind of what we use to listen to it together, I'm worried that it's going to get pulled. <laughs> I mean, I think... For a while there, mm-hmm. Harvestella music was getting pulled yep. because I could only find like three or four different mm-hmm. tracks. So mm-hmm. I'm, I guess maybe we shouldn't post a link and make it too publicized. But if there is a place to listen to more of it, that's great. Because, yes. you know, Square Enix does like taking those down. But since it's not available. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I want to check it out. I think I had another thought in the middle of that, but I got... I got too excited about the idea that you can actually listen to more than like those three songs I used to be able to find. <laughs> I, I mean, that is exciting. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, I mean, my, uh, oh, that's what it was. Uh, I want to say like to what Tin was saying, like my understanding, cause you know, I've, I've only played a little bit around the demo area, but my understanding is that it is more, I think it's more a JRPG with farming elements versus the other way around. Like I, I feel like when they were announcing it, it looked like, Oh, it's a farming. It looked more like, um, kind of like Rune Factory, where it's like part farming, part RPG, but I think it's more about the RPG. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that might explain why it has that kind of sound. No, I'm just remembering the, the sassy unicorn. Oh, yes, there is a sassy unicorn early on, isn't there? <laughs> that's the perfect blend of, you know, farm and RPG. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, you said you did buy it? <laughs> yeah, I just bought it like when it went on sale oh nice amazon yeah so yeah but it's lined up (laughs) yeah that's a good call like (laughs) and and this is the last thing i'll say like i don't want i'm not going to keep complaining about square's weird like release calendar the last couple years but it is one of those games that i worry like might just kind of go away one day and not be available um because they Mm. just like the smaller games like this one and eh, Mm -hmm. i don't know it might not be but I mean, I'm we we own it too, and I'm I'm glad we do just mm-hmm. for that reason because I it's one of those things I'm that could just disappear one day. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully not. But like you, you never know what these things. I mean, I'm getting increasingly concerned about that kind of with like digital shops for older consoles closing and. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know when the when the like the 3ds one closed, it's like wow, that's that's a bunch of games that. And I get why they close it because it costs money to keep those up, and maybe it's not worth it. But when the games aren't available otherwise, it's it's really a bummer. It is, mm-hmm. and I mean similar things. It's it's worth noting that similar things can happen with music. Yeah. yeah, too. I mean, there are since you know listening to music digitally and streaming specifically has become so much more popular. Like that's actually become more of a concern, not just with game music, but 
yeah, game music too. Yeah. That it could just, you know, kind of blink in and out of existence. I know. I mean, that's, you know, that's why I like, well, I don't want to go to go too far down this, but like, that's why I like, you know, here's a concept buying music or at least uh, having the files. I don't know. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's why I like getting stuff off of Bandcamp, and especially with RPGs. Like I still, I still want the CDs or the Blu-rays anyway. Um, summer. That, that's my, that's my transition there. <laughs> just, just announcing the season. <laughs> just announcing the season. Um, I'm happy about this one. Uh, this is, I'll talk about it a little bit more, but this is actually another one that uh, is the soundtrack is available, but only in a very, very limited way. So uh, I'm glad I stumbled across how to find it because I wanted to bring on a song and couldn't find out how to get it otherwise. Yeah, but, you thought you were trapped with like the same three to five songs. <laughs> yeah. So la- uh, last year, a game called Coral Island came out and it released into like 1.0 this year. And there's like an there's an official little I think it's official little soundtrack on YouTube and it's like five songs, um, and I'm like <laughs> that can't be it. There has to be a, a more substantial <laughs> yeah. soundtrack, and there is with 178 songs. So um, anyway, point is, uh, my next song is going to be Summer Day Four, uh, the fourth summer day theme from Coral Island, um, and then after that we have another song from Tin. Yeah, my song is called New Life in the Desert. Uh, it's from My Time at Sunrap. Nice. I, got, I really want to check that one out too. So let's go listen to Summer Day 4 from Coral Island and New Life in the Desert from My Time at Sandrock.
I I still have not heard a lot of Coral Islands music yet, um, in part because I got through some part of summer, maybe into fall, during early access, and then when 1.0 came out in October, they reset all your progress. Um, so I haven't gone back to restart the game yet. <laughs> um, but I adore the summer tracks, um, even though I haven't heard all of the game. Uh, the spring songs are nice, but really, really... Uh, have good memories of my time in that game so far in the summertime. Um, I think this one, they're all good, but like, I think this one especially like really captures the, the summer vibe on an Island uh, because, you know, Coral Island is not just a name. It actually is on an Island called Coral Island. Um, and it, it contrasts nicely with the spring tracks. It has this like warm sound. It's got the, you think those are ukuleles? Okay, good. I was like, I did pinpoint that right. Um, yeah, and just it just it's so it's so easy to just like picture like you know cookouts on the beach or you know anything like that, like just like beachy islandy activities um, in the sun. And um, you know, for me, I think one of Coral Island's biggest strengths is that is the setting itself. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah, like you know, I wrote. Right when the game launched, I I wrote a little preview. I haven't written anything else about the game for the site yet. But I I think some of the very specific gameplay things, uh, I took a little bit of an issue with just because it's like, there are certain things that unlock exactly the same way they do in in Stardew. Like the mine and the way, like, there's a quest to make a furnace. And all these little things are like, that's that's a little similar. But... um, outside of that like overall like it does not feel like the other games i like that it has its identity it really it, it really embraces its setting on this island and like um and maybe i should stop winging it here and go back to my notes um but like stairway really committed to the fact that this is a tropical island with the the themes the musical themes but also the themes of the game and the narrative and the people and the way they live um and i think the music was also giving that same giving it was given that same level of care and sense of place as well um yeah i didn't realize well i probably should have but i didn't quite realize like how well their theme of kind of like cleaning up and preserving the environment um how well that actually ties in with the island theme because it turns out that some of those ecosystems i was reading about this today Mm -hmm. are a good way to kind of get a pulse on climate change in general and kind of how it's affecting like the change they're kind of like hotspots that a lot of the change starts from Mm -hmm. and i think specifically like this article was about hawaii and how there are a lot of species in trouble there and what they're doing for preservation so it's kind of it's interesting that there's like that aspect to it too i have kind of a fuller appreciation knowing Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. and musically yeah it definitely leans into the kind of island sound i love how there's the whistling too those are my favorite things oh, about this song yeah. so a little bit of whistling yeah um i similar to mike i also played uh, coral island last year uh but i don't all uh remember most tracks but yeah i can definitely remember this summer summer track and um I'd also agree with what you said earlier that this um, farming game or cozy game, this it it does have its um, similarities 
like and with other games but at the same time it also has its own character and um the the setting really is actually the focus of like I, uh, of the game and i do like that there's that option that it's not just going around in the beach and like uh, having this tropical setting but it's also like you also get to be underwater so it's it's like a really good thing that they added and they focused on because it's also a big chunk of the game as well it's it was something and um yeah for the music i do i do like that uh it, it sounds like something i would hear if i'd be in the island of uh, in moana or something <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah it does give that kind of feeling and this one has a lot more um strumming and in 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 like a happy vibe thing and it it it's i i do like that it matches also with the song that i'm bringing like um after this so yeah <laughs> but it's just a different setting as well <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. I can see that comparison. Mm-hmm. When uh, the last time you played, was there a map under the water? Oh no, that's the only. Th- yeah, yep. It's okay. the only thing <laughs> that that was also my concern because I I often get lost underwater. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they did add it during early access. I just I hadn't gotten back to the game by the time they did, and now I got to mm-hmm. restart. But Same here. Yeah, I'm like I was like I was playing that for months, and I was like. I just kept trying to mentally catalog like all the different paths under the water because mm-hmm. there was no map. There was just a white screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It was still fun though. Yeah, but I actually didn't know as well that they that you had to start over in the full release. So I was also like a bit sad <laughs> about it. I was like, oh no, I made a lot of progress there. But the the good thing I guess is like I heard you can bring your money. Yeah. Yeah, I, oh, that's I think it's just the money, but that's okay. At least it gives you yeah. a nice head start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, on one hand, I wish that maybe it's not that big a deal because I didn't put that much time into it. Probably a couple mm-hmm. dozen hours. Um, but it's also kind of neat. Um, oh, God. Workaholic again, I know. But, like, <laughs> you know, at least once you've played it, it kind of gives you a new way to, like, approach it. Like, when I start over, I'll be like, well, I know what. I will be able to do. I know what I can build and like the, you know, like a good layout for crops and like just different things. Well, and have funds to do more of it sooner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, at least I have a sense of who the characters are and who I like and all that. Mm -hmm. So true. So there is that. I mean, Mm -hmm. but again, like you're talking to someone that sometimes like thinks about redoing the layout on his farm and will spend a whole in-game day (laughs) demolishing things and moving things, moving them around and be like, okay, that's how I'm going to do it. And then reloading my save. So I don't waste a day and then doing it for real. Yeah. (laughs) At this time it's, you start all over. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And then, oh yes, we have a sand rock theme. Oh, right. (laughs) Um, uh, yeah, I'm bringing new life in the desert, and it it's actually not far from the last song that played. It also has a lot of uh, strumming and that you can hear in the background. And uh, the only difference is that um, the one earlier it would automatically make you feel like 
you're in the beach. But this one is like, you just get the mo. As soon as I heard it as well, you can. I'm not sure with you guys, but like, I would automatically think that oh, I'm in the desert and mm-hmm. or like I'm in the country. Because <laughs> yeah, no, I did. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> the kind of vibe that I got from from this um, song, and uh, it's actually also not that um, complex in a sense. Like there are a lot of parts of it that are also just repeating, but in a good way like it doesn't sound um too repetitive or too obvious you know in in a sense but yeah um <laughs> it's pretty much what i'm getting from this from this music uh even the time when i was playing this game because it's when when you get here it's literally desert and at, at first, I was also wondering, like, how, how the heck am I going to farm here? <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, a fair concern. Yeah. It's not the most common setting to start one of these games off in, so I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, but it worked, so there were there were ways to make it happen, so. Did you play, uh, have you played both games in the series? I, I, I did try the first one, the Porsche, right? Um... But I actually didn't play it that long. Uh, I played uh, this one, the Sandrock, a lot longer than the first game. Okay. Interesting. That's encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. But I would also say that uh, this is a lot similar to the first one, but this is like the devs really applied like all all the issues or all the concerns of the players from the first game. So it's, it's very much an upgrade kind of game okay yeah that's good that's exactly what you want to see between games mm-hmm. that that was what i thought it was but it's good to hear confirmation because mm-hmm. i like mm-hmm. i've had i've been looking at uh my time at porsche for so long and it's always going on sale for like seven dollars or something really cheap um but now they have a sequel so i'm like should i play that one first but mm-hmm. it sounds like this is like just straight up better than the first one just more refined mm-hmm. you could just uh, jump to the second one. Okay. If you want, don't mind me going back to the music for a little bit. I what? yes. Why are we talking about music? <laughs> what do you think this is? Rhythm encounter? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> that that main instrument at the beginning. I mean, it's definitely a harmonica, and I think like, there's no way to get kind of a country feel <laughs> faster than a harmonica, except maybe a banjo. But I think it's kind of a yeah. toss up. <laughs> Either one, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and probably also this track is what inspired me to do the yeehaw. Oh, no wonder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But I don't know. I just, I think that kind of like strummy background feel is, is a good common thread musically in this block. So I really like that. But I, I also like how. I think one of the ways this track kind of stays fresh, because it does have a kind of like a nice simple melody, is the way it passes between different instruments and you get the brass coming in and out and supporting, but then dying down. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it kind of like, one thing that I think a lot of this music aims to do, since it's a farming game, is to just kind of like give you that vibe of community Mm -hmm. or togetherness or something like that for 
especially if it's a town theme, just because, I mean, one of the core things about this game is that you, there's kind of like an inter-reliance, right? You have to sell your crops, you have to buy stuff to mm -hmm. generate your crops, you have to interact in the community. So, I don't know, I think musically this song, I felt like represented that well. Yeah, I can hear that. Especially in a place like the desert. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. actually like the main theme of the game, like, uh, everyone is just helping out each other and trying to save the desert as well. <laughs> Much like the save the homeland. <laughs> <laughs> I I like that the in instrumentation, I mean, I'm glad you specifically pointed out the harmonica, but it does have this sort of like Western or country vibe to it, mm -hmm. uh, which of course, you know, works given the game setting and all that. But I, I like that it has that, but it doesn't... I mean, I only listened to this song. I haven't listened to the whole soundtrack, but I like that it has that sense, that, you know, Western country vibe to it, but it doesn't lean too much on no. like, hey, this is the Wild West. Like, no. they don't be, it's not really <laughs> obvious. Like, it's not it, over the top. No, like it has, yeah. it has ideas and concepts and some instruments of that. So yeah. it like, you get that feeling without going like- You have elements. Thank you. That's <laughs> the word I was looking for. It's not like full, <laughs> it's not like full spaghetti Western it, with like- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> With like whistling and like. Yes. Um, <laughs> which is nothing wrong with that. No, that can be very fun. That can be our West of Loathing episode coming up. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we can justify an episode just for that, but oh my God, the music in those games. I still want to oh. do an episode. I'm sorry. What? I still want to do an episode about like odd genre and instrument pairings in video games just so I can bring the disco banjo song from West of Loathing okay. on the show. <laughs> Um, anyway, but yeah, no. So that's that's what I think is really neat about it is that they didn't go all the way in that direction. It just has elements of it, and then the, there's something else. And I can't. I was thinking about. It, I can't quite put my finger on what the other part is. Like, th there's. I don't know if it's the instruments or uh, a sound or something. Something in this sort of gives me vibes of like Dark Cloud Two, and oh. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the kind of like cozy hometownness or like some of the twangy. Uh, there's something in it that makes me think of that and like there's a dark cloud too like has a lot of like really like cozy like the town themes in like the mm -hmm. forest like there's a lot of like it's very comforting a lot of comforting music in that game so the i don't know it, it's a weird thing I, I don't really like coming on here and be like there's something there but i can't figure out what it is but that's <laughs> what i'm saying for this one um and i like that i like that like i said i like that it's not all just expected western -y kind of themes but um, yeah, I guess I need to check out the game and listen to more of the music. So, because it's in, um, it's like full release now, or is it, or is it in early yeah. access? Okay, I think it is as a. I I, I do see it. What you meant with Dark Cloud? I think it's the similar thing with the tunes that they have is that um, they don't sound too um, uh, like there's not much going on like. In the, in the instruments and in the music like they have simple melodies that just work I think that's also like the same thing in the music in Dark Cloud like a lot of the songs there are also uh, repetitive but it, it's not that obvious but it just works I, I guess that's how yeah maybe that's what it is maybe, the, maybe <laughs> yeah. it's like the, the simplicity of some of the songs too yeah I don't know all right. Hey, hey, that's that. I really didn't plan that. Speaking of simplicity, um, <laughs> our our next block here, I'm going to talk about Littlewood, which is 
kind of pushing it in terms of uh, calling it a farming game. It's definitely a cozy sim game, but there's some farming, so it, it fits with the other games. So um, I am bringing Starry and Calm. It's a nighttime theme from Little Wood. And we have Hillary's final track today, too. Yeah, we are getting some Rune Factory in here with Rune Factory Frontier. I picked the Whale Island Outside theme. And I think we were calling this, I guess, Calm is a season now. Calm or chill, yeah. (laughs) Or chill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chill chill is a season now. Yep. Winter, spring, summer, and chill. Which I think (laughs) is fair because we just recently did autumn themes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But also it's a way better fifth season than the one in the N.K. Jemisin book or in Harvestella. Oh yeah, the the fifth season of death, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want this. I don't want a season of death in here. <laughs> this is a much better, much better new season. <laughs> yes. All right, let's go listen to Starry and Calm, uh, which would not play in the season of death, uh, from Littlewood and Whale Island outside from Rune Factory Frontier.
So Little Wood has such a cute little soundtrack. Um, I mean, everything about Little Wood is cute and little uh, for obvious reasons, but um, I don't know if this makes sense at all. Like, please tell me if I'm just like really, really reaching here, but because I, sp- I did put a lot of time into this game, but I feel like if this, again, if it makes sense, uh, the sound kind of has a similar feel to the visuals. Um, uh, the visuals are retro and cute and they're a little bit simple, like, and I don't mean that in a bad way, like the visuals or the sound is just, it's just, it's very straightforward. Um, you know, it portrays this nice evening atmosphere, but without fluff or really complex notes, it's a very simple little song. Um, I've never actually called a song straightforward before, but it's, it kind of seems like a good word for it. Um, and, and I appreciate that. Like the the sprites in Little Water, there's tiny, tiny things with like little dots for eyes and, you know, everything looks like a little like miniature town. And I appreciate that they they committed to that look visually. Um, everything is is very like just there's just enough pixels to illustrate what each thing is. Um, and I think the music kind of works with that, too. Like, it's not overly complex and it works like if they had done the visuals and the gameplay and the way that Little Wood is set up and then for some reason gave it like an orchestrated soundtrack, I don't think it would jive. I, I think this is the kind of sound that fits really nicely with the game. Um, but yeah, that's that's my take. I think it's very it's a very cute, calming nighttime theme, and I enjoy it. Yeah. Um. While listening to this, uh, it it does, uh, also like similar to the song, uh, in in the winter, um, picks. Um, the, this one also has a. T- sense of um, stillness as well and uh, it's pretty nice and like I also like when it goes around like one minute mark um, there's that added tunes that that are that are echoing in the background so it it also adds to more um, chill to uh, to that kind of feeling <laughs> yeah I and I'm glad you mentioned that because I had I had something mm-hmm. some, like the echo because I had something. Yeah. I think one thing that like differentiated some of these like colder or like more wintry songs in, in early games. And I agree with mm-hmm. what, what you said, Mike, about how this is this is an example of how to create, I think, kind of like a, a little bit more kind of like retro game sounding soundtrack that's still effective and hits the emotional and tonal notes that you want to to go with the game um and i think one um trick kind of with a lot of those wintry songs is adding kind of some reverb or echoiness and i heard that in the lower register of the song that helped it i think it helped it sound very dreamy and i think it's it's a Mm -hmm. little i would almost make a case for pairing this with nocturne of ice Mm -hmm. although this is probably not specifically a winter theme um just because this is definitely like a nighttime theme and yeah uh the term nocturne you know actually like it's supposed to portray night so like still mm-hmm. quiet calm well yes but we had two winter themes i had a pair of the winter themes <laughs> but no i see what you're saying i guess i guess i do have a have a vibe that i tend to go to sometimes on these shows but me i mean uh, me too <laughs> i i love my nocturne like peaceful songs yeah um i i grabbed my switch while you were talking there because i I meant to do this before because i wanted to see 
I forgot how much time I put uh-huh. into, into Little Wood. <laughs> um, it's it's like it's really not a huge game. I think I did almost everything there was to do. Um, did you play it at all, Tin? Oh, I haven't. But I did buy it previously during the autumn sale. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I I just had to grab it because it was like just the dollar. Really? Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> a dollar or two in in my area so nice in my region yeah so no wow. I, I, like... I i really enjoyed it it was uh i i backed it on kickstarter so i got it when it came out oh. and uh it's like it's it's pretty simple like it's nothing nothing in the game is overly complicated but it just mm-hmm. you know like even like little achievements and all that like it doesn't take a whole lot to get to them so i think it's it's one of those games if you want to like you want to play a farming or a sim game, but you want to like really feel like you're making progress or like that sense of satisfaction of like, oh, like I built, you know, a new house for this person or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it 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 gets that, but it's like in really like condensed format. Um, it's really cute. You weren't a hard worker on here, do you, huh? <laughs> I mean, yes, maybe that's maybe that's why I think it's it's simple and straightforward, but I don't know. <laughs> No, I, I mean the. I don't know if you if you played it at all or anyone listening. You know, I'm not sure how well known the game is, but um, it the the concept behind it is actually kind of fun because it's it takes place after like narratively what is basically an RPG. Like you play as someone who used to be a hero after the world was saved, mm-hmm. um, and now now there's like peace and you just have this town and and you build up and meet all these different people and build each person like the kind of house and setting that they would like yeah, and you, de- you decorate have, it certain ways and you have to live your life yeah no, it's good t- for you it's town building yeah it's town building it's it, we uh we did a feature many years ago on the site it is still up or it is up again but and it was about like you know dream sequels and like made up sequels and prequels and stuff and my my thing at the time whatever i think it was 2010 or something was mm-hmm. to do a, a sequel to Final Fantasy VI, but have it be a farm or sim game. Um, wow! For the same reason, because like it's like the, well, the world's kind of the not in a good place. It's a good place for one. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna out. swear, but didn't want to cover it up later. Um, what is it that <laughs> that one townsperson says about self Figaro? Oh, I don't know. Like it gets just if it gets destroyed, what? 99 times we'll rebuild it a hundred times or something like that. That yeah. might be an exaggeration, but okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. So like I had this like weird idea of like, let's do a follow up to six, but just have it about like rebuilding the world. And you know, there would be a farming element and a town building element. So it's, it's kind of funny. Like this game would come out like, you know, 10 plus years later. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's what this, these people are doing. So mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty cute. I mean, the, the way six has, Characters with very different skill sets would also like fit in with that because uh, certain mm-hmm. characters would be able to do certain actions. Like maybe Locke would be mm-hmm. in charge of your money. Yeah, I'm. I'm telling uh, actually, you, maybe I, not. I put some. I put some. <laughs> yeah, maybe not Locke. <laughs> maybe not Edgar. I'm either. seeing it. Yeah, I don't know. I put some thought into that one, and like, I'm not trying to like be one of those people like you know reliving my glory days when I wrote this cool like. <laughs> three paragraph thing <laughs> in 2010 but i am proud of that one i i really it's one of those things like i would love to actually play that so i mean other people had great ideas too but obviously i remember mine the most <laughs> i mean you had a good idea that you're proud of yeah 
Yeah. Anyway, none of that is about Rune Factory Frontier, though, so you can probably talk about your song next. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Rune Factory Frontier does not involve rebuilding after a catastrophe, okay. but but there is a kind of ominous, like, whale-shaped island <laughs> in the sky, <laughs> and uh, Rune Factory, more broadly, does kind of have that RPG-like plot, right? Where, like, there's some sort of threat or something going on, so you have to balance your time between going to the different different areas, temples, things like that, whatever, and doing all that. It's sort of like Stardewish, but it's not just a mine. There are, like, different areas that you can go to. I think Rune Factory Frontier has four, and the Whale Island is the last one that you go to. And it's it's neat because at Wisdom Rune Found Fact in Frontier you can like stuff you can collect in the dungeons kind of goes along with the different seasons or like the different sections of the game that you're in okay. so it helps you build do your farming and it kind of helps with the other aspect of the game as well um but yes i picked the whale island outside theme because i wanted to talk about that and wanted to talk about this kind of like subset of farming sim kind of games that do have that adventuring element and i figured this was good for that because it is kind of like a last area and it is a little bit more mysterious um so i hope you all enjoyed it i really like the beat on this one and i thought it, it i found it pretty irresistible with little upward trills um and i thought it was cool the way they blended kind of some less natural sounding kind of sounds in with the song so it's still kind of sounded like it could be a natural place like it, it didn't sound totally out of place with the nature theme that we see in so many of these yeah, yeah. games uh, mm -hmm. and I think like the only thing that really kind of flagged this to me as like dungeon or like you know maybe less like a farming sim was there's a pulse of ba like bass notes um, that's kind of discordant from the rest of the song that goes in like somewhere in the middle of the song Mm, okay. So, I don't know. I think it just showed off something a little different. It did. You know, I like I said earlier, like I have not played the Rune Factory games, although I'm sure there's something I would like. Um, but you know, at the risk of stating the obvious, you know, I like that this has a sound of more of an adventuring or JRPG, you know, field theme. Um, I actually, it, not a particular song, but it. it there's parts of this that kind of make me think um, of Xenoblade, uh -huh. like some of the field yep. themes in Xenoblade. It, it sort of, sort of has that kind of vibe to it. Well, so. that's the whole thing with Xenoblade's music is kind of like this interplay between the technical and the natural. So that's kind of cool that you got the yeah. same sort of feel. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I also haven't played any of the Rune Factory games, and um, when I first listened to this, I. I it's it has a like techno techno or um a, uh like electrons feel to it because of the of the first part of the the song is that there's that it i i can actually hear the uh the like whale sounds <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's some odd kind of sounds in the background and they just have kind of like an electronic yeah, yeah, and they just bit. they mm -hmm. just tweaked it, and it, it's it's actually nice. It's like, 
it, like what you said, it does sound mysterious, but then it's it sounds really good. So yeah, I'm glad yeah. you liked it. Are you laughing because mm-hmm. you said actually nice? <laughs> I think she was trying to say it's like like well, I I had some thoughts too. Like there's like some no. un- unexpected or maybe you could say it was weird sounds, but that doesn't always that doesn't mean bad. <laughs> right, right. No, no, I that's exactly it. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's very interesting. It, it all it all comes together. Yeah. Um, I, weird, weird in general is nice for me. I uh, like weird things. Oh yeah, yeah, we do. Too. <laughs> I think the song comes together uh, way better than maybe some other aspects of the game, and I won't go too much into the roller coaster that are the townspeople in this game. <laughs> okay. It's very anime, and some of it has aged poorly. Oh no. Uh, oh. But there are also some really cool NPCs. Like I deeply identify with the lady who wants to run the spa. Okay. And like have hot tubs and like natural hot springs. But then also just wears a wizard hat because she also just like really likes wizards and wants to be a wizard. <laughs> okay. In a spa. Yeah. All right. Why not? Or, or just like she runs the spa. But yeah, she also wants to be a wizard. <laughs> She's like, I don't have to be one thing. Exactly. I, I can I have multiple interests. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the librarian who you know, was very absorbed in books and has to be reminded <laughs> to like interact with the outside world. Yeah. You know, there's some very, very, like, relatable NPCs, but then there are some ones that, you know, their entire life is going on a diet for you if you tell them you like slim girls, so. Yeah, that part Uh, is very unfortunate. But I like the spa thing. Yes. And I know (laughs) I just said I wouldn't go go through this roller coaster, but I guess I did anyway. Uh, Just a little bit. Actually, you know what I like about about the lady who wants to run the spa but also wears a wizard hat is that a lot of the sometimes the NPCs in these games like whether it's townspeople or actually like dateable ones are uh, for better or worse like sometimes they're one note yeah. you know they're like this is the one thing I like in life and all, that's all that matters <laughs> and it's like you know it's it's kind of there for gameplay purposes so you understand like well this is what they're into yeah. so you can kind of figure out what they want but you know it also means like well, they, they sometimes they're not always well rounded so <laughs> She seems pretty well rounded. <laughs> what is she wearing, though? Oh, she's wearing I'll have like to. Uh, clothing. She, she she looks pretty like witchy. Okay, so it's her whole, oh, her whole outfit. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Okay, okay, I'm well, gonna. Well, we'll look it up. Yes, <laughs> we will get some visual references. <laughs> you know, it took until track eight to remember, or for me to remember, that I was gonna look up "Innocent Life." And see if there was a song to bring on here, just to be really weird in terms of Harvest Moon spinoffs. Oh, and I mm. totally forgot. I never played it, so like maybe it wouldn't have been in my top three anyway. But uh, I'm surprised Innocent Life never became anything. Like it didn't become another subseries. I don't know if you guys played played that at all. Mm-mm. Oh, it's the one I didn't play. But you know what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't play it. I'm like, I like farming stuff and sci-fi stuff. Well, you took that long break of not playing any. I know that was the problem. <laughs> it, it came out in that break. So, are we still looking at the wizard? Yes. Melody. Oh yeah, she just looks like a witch. Yep. Or or wizard. Was she introduced? As a witchress or as someone who runs the spa? I'm pretty sure she does not get introduced as a witch. Okay. <laughs> She's dressed as a wizard, which is strange for most of the citizens. <laughs> they don't even know why. <laughs> All right. Why? <laughs> I haven't even played this game and she's my favorite. She's <laughs> <sighs> just like, this is my aesthetic. Yeah. All right. Um, I love it. She's 
unpredictable. Yeah. On one hand, I don't want to go too far on a tangent because we gotta like we should probably wrap yeah. up this episode. But yeah. on the other, I also wanted to like have a brief moment of like if there was any other not really for music reasons, but just any other farming game anyone wanted to mention for no good reason. But I think we've talked about a bunch during this episode, so maybe we don't need to do that. We're not going to spend the time talking about our preferred Stardew partners. <laughs> well, now that you brought it up, <laughs> you you can go first. Yeah, let's do that. That's our little side comment, and then I'll then we'll do the, the housekeeping stuff. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, why I was not? Joking. All right. Uh, um, you on our co-op farm. What? That's no, no, no. I am not an. NPC. But also, but no, you're not. That, but also, but also, Maru. Yeah, Maru is awesome. Although I'm, I'm very concerned about how she gets food out of her pile of like invention stuff and scrap metal. And, uh, is that when when you marry her? Is yes. that is that what it is? That is something that can happen. She'll be, she'll like, be oh, in her I little workshop. She'll be like, "Here's a plate of fried mushrooms." You're like, uh, "Did you did you fry those with high voltage, like uh-huh. with some high voltage electrical oh, dear. setup or what?" I appreciate that her favorite gifts are like, you know, things like gold bars and also strawberries. Yep. Um, Who are your favorites, Tin? Uh, I wasn't really, um, I I, I was one of those players that who tried to please all everyone in the village. Uh Oh, (laughs) yeah, I was trying to make friends with everyone and trying to get close to everyone. Well, except for, I, I, except for Shane, because he was just, <laughs> yeah, he was just really um, snobby. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, okay, you're like that, so I won't bother. <laughs> so, I, yeah, <laughs> I think my favorite thing, like one of my favorite Stardew related memes, because Shane like. Int- like he's so gruff and like just intentionally kind of antagonizes you at first. Like uh-huh. one of my favorite yeah. things is this is this silly drawing meme where it has this description of one of his requests, which is like, I need carp to bring to book club. And yeah. someone's just like illustrated it and is like Shane's Shane's book club. And it's just like this drawing of him sitting in a chair holding the carp under one arm like he's reading a story to the carp. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I I forgot. I always forget about that request outside of that image. Right? Because I'm like, I kind of wish that was something you saw in the game. I would love, because you can see the, the women doing their aerobics class. Like, it's too bad you can't, like, walk in and, like, see. I want to know who's in that book would, club with Shane. I would go to book club. Like, I would want a, some, like, heart event to happen at book club. I don't know. <laughs> And I mean, unless there is, like, I haven't, I've seen all like the friend, the friendship heart of scenes, I think, but not like the higher level dating ones for every character. Mm-hmm. Uh, fair point. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I really don't know how how it goes dating Shane, but I, I do have like a lot of other friends, like also girls who played the game and also likes Shane and I'm questioning their, <laughs> their choice. Well, you know, like, why guys like difficult men? <laughs> I, you know, it's an age old question. I mean, have you have you done like at least like the full like 
uh, events and stuff, like as a friend, like the eight heart or whatever with him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I think it comes together. Like it really is. Like yeah. you know, he's just in a he's he's depressed. You know, yeah. he's depressed, but you know, unfortunately, he takes it out on people. But I mm-hmm. I like where it eventually goes, and it's like okay, well. I can't really be too mad at him. I wish he wasn't such a jerk, but like you kind of get why later on. Mm-hmm. But I, I still, I still don't want to date him. I just want his blue chip. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I think the thing that saves it for me is like his kind of realization of the effect that he's having on others seems yeah. genuine, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. he honestly mm-hmm. tries to change it. Yeah, true. I can appre- I can appreciate that, but mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, my 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 pick is as I've learned, I guess the most obvious one is Abigail, but whatever. I like Abigail. She has a Super Nintendo and she likes <laughs> she likes eating quartz and giving and <laughs> I never know when I wake up in the morning if she's gonna give me like a plate of food or a bomb. And I don't know, it keeps things interesting. <laughs> yeah, I remember the quartz thing. That's <laughs> oh, so good. Like, oh, delicious. I'm like, all right, you do you. <laughs> All right. I guess we should wrap up here. Um, So as usual, I'm going to mention the games that made their debut in this episode, which is uh, basically everything (laughs) except for Stardew Valley. (laughs) Um, Most most games on this episode have never been on the show before. So this was the first time hearing from Coral Island, um, Harvest Moon, both A Wonderful Life and Save the Homeland first time for my time at Sandrock and Littlewood and Rune Factory Frontier. We've never actually had any Rune Factory. Oh. So, I'm okay. glad you, I'm glad you brought that one. Well, this episode was yeah. necessary then. I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, lots of debuts, um even though Innocent Life is not among them. But uh, <laughs> coming up next on Rhythm Encounter is an episode Hillary, you had this episode wow, a while ago, like early this year, I think. Oh, you mean like kind of the idea like for just it? Just the concept. Um, yeah. A build your own RPG. So there's going to be four of us, and we we basically broke down an RPG into like eight, you know, central themes that all RPGs should have. You know, so you have an overworld, the town, a boss, stuff like that. And each of us is picking two songs, and we're basically going to like smash them all together and pretend they're in a single game. And I'm really excited for it. Um, I've Me seen too. I've seen some of the tracks now, and we've talked about how the concept is going to work. And I I think it's a great way to like you know that'll be our first episode for next year. And oh uh, yeah, I think That'll it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. How people are justify like how this fits with this, but yeah, I'm hoping we'll get some like fun discussion around like yes, this is the type of town it is, and then we're going here, and this is what this place is like. Yeah, well, you know, we you know how RPGs are. You can have a desert town and then somehow like a mile away you're in winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's yeah. some big mountains that solves it. <laughs> yes. Always mountains just break up all these like different climates. And climates. Yeah. Yeah. So build drone RPG is coming next. Uh, after that, we're doing music of the year. I'm pretty sure that will be the one right after. Um, or it will be a compilation of Final Fantasy seven. So we want to do a, Basically, and anything from the series of Final Fantasy VII since Rebirth is coming out fairly soon. So mm-hmm. those are our next three. Uh, if you have feedback on this episode, uh, thoughts on topics, or anything else, you can reach us at music at rpgfan.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, if people want to reach you, Hillary, what is the best way? 
Uh, RPG fan email. I'm Hillary A at RPGfan.com. Okay. And how about you, Tim? I uh, can just find me on the Discord server and uh, I'm just named Tim there. <laughs> Very easy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you enjoyed this episode of Rhythm Encounter, be sure you to also check out RPG Fan's other podcasts, Random Encounter and Retro Encounter. Uh, Random Encounter is our bi-weekly show about you know what's new in the RPG world and specifically on RPG Fan. Um, I think right after this episode, the plan is for Random Encounter to do a, an episode on our most anticipated of 2024 feature, which I don't think that's a spoiler because we do we've been doing that feature for like 20 years, but uh, that will be posting pretty soon on the site. So we're going to be having a bunch of people talk about that and what they're looking forward to next year. So um, on Retro Encounter, Retro Encounter will have just finished their Dragon Age game journal. And they're doing an episode on Lunar the Silver Star, because this month actually marks the 30th anniversary, unless I got my math wrong, uh, of the original Lunar game. And they're also going to do their annual Retro Encounter year in review. So be sure to check those out and, you know, everything else on Retro Encounter. Retro Encounter posts, you know, every week around Thursday. And um, that is episode, what, three? Is that 396? I think it's 396, 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Lunar is 396. So they're very close to episode 400, which is a huge, huge milestone. Uh, Solosi has a really, really fun idea for 400. And I I can't wait to see, uh, to see people listen, whatever, to see what people think of that episode. I think it's going to be a really good time. Um, Yeah. uh, If you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on most platforms at RPGFan.com. So that's on, uh, Facebook, Twitter, I'm still calling it Twitter, uh, Instagram, <laughs> Twitch. Uh, we have a Discord. You can find all those links on our site, rpgfan.com. Um, I do have to really, really make one more big push for the year for our shop. Uh, so our shop at RPG Fan is rpgfan.com slash shop. And by the time this episode goes up, we'll actually have a new shop page. Um, but there's two things I want to point out on the shop page is that one, our merch shop at T Public, we have some artwork called Transitions, which is a bunch of our, our all of our RPG fan logos. You can get it on a T-shirt, mug, stuff like that. But because it's something for our 25th anniversary, um, we are only selling that merch through the end of the year. So if you want something with that design on it, um, there's very little time left. I encourage you to check that out. If you want, I, I've seen people with the shirt and uh, some other merch with the design and uh, it turned out pretty well i mean i don't i didn't personally print it so i think i'm allowed to say like yes it's good um but yeah be sure to check that out um the other thing on our shop page is we have just released our a first book which is a really weird thing i never thought i'd be saying um the rpg fan review card collection so it's a printed book of about 300 of our you know review cards if you've ever seen them on instagram um so like micro versions of our reviews in in book form Uh, it's very exciting i'm I'm really happy that that has come out so again you can access both of those things because you buy them from different places um but they're both collected at rpgfan.com slash shop so definitely go check that out um lastly if you enjoyed this show uh be sure to review us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and, well, 
sometimes I say Google Podcast, but uh, I recently learned that Google Podcast is being closed because it's a Google product. Um, so you might see the show on YouTube when this goes live. If not, well, it will be in the future. So that's where it's going. So check us out on, on YouTube and Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. Boy, I don't think I've taken a breath for the last five minutes. Um, <laughs> uh, so yes, that's that's all of my stuff. We have one more track to close out the episode uh, as our bonus track, and that is from Tin. So what is our very last farming track today, Tin? Yeah, uh, I brought a very classic uh, farming music <laughs> from a very classic farming series. <laughs> um yeah, my track is called Festival One, quote, uh, and, and it's called Fun, and uh, <laughs> and it's yeah from the Harvest Moon Back to Nature. And that's a pretty early one, right? I mean, back it was PS One, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. I'm I'm very. I need to look up the soundtrack <laughs> if this one got a soundtrack. I'm very entertained that they're, they specified that this festival is fun. Right, it's fun. Is there, yes. like a, is there like a sad festival theme? Because I'm very confused. It was fun because like um, I first heard this music like in the first um, cooking festival where you drop in some random ingredients in a in a big pot, oh, and yeah. and everyone would end end up liking the the food served, but. Even though you can just throw in some random poisonous mushroom or whatever, it'll still, it'll still end up fun, you know? Nice. I poisoned the whole town. That was fun. Oh, dear. Yeah. Hey, that, that could be Kefka's role in me. <laughs> Except you defeated him in, no, the, in the Final Fantasy VI. There's no place for Kefka in Final Fantasy VI, too. All right. Well... All right, let us close out by listening to Festival One Fun from Harvest Moon Back to Nature. Uh, thank you both for being here. I I also had a lot of fun, fun on this episode. Uh, Tin, you are welcome back anytime. I mean, Hillary, you obviously are always welcome back. In fact, we'll probably see you in the next couple episodes. Yay! All right, yay! So let's go. Li- let's go right. listen. Thanks again. Thank you, everyone, thank for listening. You. Uh, Thank you. Again, rpgfan.com slash shop. Check out our new stuff. All right. Bye. Here's here's some music. Bye. Enjoy the fun.
Um, let's talk about Littlewood. Oh, maybe I should get a sip of the water that I just got. <laughs> you mean it doesn't hydrate me just sitting there? No. No. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, 